You're listening to the NOAA Ocean Podcast. I'm Megan Forbes. In this episode, we're going to be talking about ocean gliders and how they help scientists predict and forecast hurricane intensity. I sat down with Ben LaCour, the executive officer for the U.S. Integrated Ocean Observing System, or IUS, program at NOAA, and asked him all about it. Give a listen. I've welcomed Ben LaCour here to talk with me about what exactly hurricane gliders are and what they can do for us in terms of the coming season and preparing for hurricanes. So welcome, Ben. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. So let me start a little bit with what gliders are maybe. Um, and so gliders are a type of technology that can operate on their own for multiple months under the ocean collecting information and, and data about the ocean. And so they've been used for probably close to 15 or 20 years by researchers across the world, but primarily a lot of the technology was developed here in the United States. But for the last few years, there's been some researchers who've been using gliders to basically monitor and see what happens when a hurricane passes over, see what the effects and changes are in the ocean. And part of that, the data that's collected can be used to help improve hurricane forecast. And so when you hear the term hurricane picket lines or hurricane gliders, really it's talking about using this autonomous type of technology to better understand specifically hurricane intensity and how the ocean impacts a hurricane's intensity. And through that research, it will help improve hurricane intensity forecasts. How do you set something to go for months without anybody driving it or moving it? Is there someone always checking it? How does that work? What's the science behind that? Yeah, good question. So the, the way that the technology works, there's somebody in a, at a computer terminal on land somewhere that basically checks on the glider and sees how it, it's doing. They can deliver commands to the glider and they can also receive data from the glider in real time or near real time through satellites. And so the way the glider works is basically it makes small changes in its buoyancy to either sink or float. And so one of the things that all underwater gliders have is wings, just like gliders in the air. And so as this thing starts to sink or float, the wings give it propulsion forward. And so that's how it moves. So it actually doesn't have a motor or any type of engine, so to speak, as its primary means of propulsion. And then that's why it can stay out so long. And that's the value of the technology is we don't have to wait until this thing is recovered to get the data from it. In near real time, you know, depending on how deep you go with the dive, you could be getting information as often as every hour or maybe every four hours if it's a deeper dive. That data is then fed to some of the forecast models that NOAA uses for hurricanes, but also for other oceanographic forecasts. That is fascinating. That's really cool technology. So in terms of hurricanes, could you tell me what kind of data would be taken underwater to talk about how the weather is going to act on the surface of the Earth? One of the primary drivers of hurricane intensity is really the heat content of the ocean. And so if a hurricane passes over a body of water that's really cold, it can draw some of the heat out of the hurricane and that weakens the hurricane or, or de-intensifies it. And if, if the hurricane goes over a body of water that's really warm, warmer than the hurricane itself, it can draw it from the ocean and basically take the heat out of the ocean and put it into the storm itself and intensify it. That's one of the primary drivers for hurricane intensity is what is the, the ocean heat content below the storm and in front of the storm. And so that's one of the things that the gliders look for is they measure temperature. Basically, what is the temperature of the ocean? And because it's diving to a thousand meters, it can see how, how deep that heat layer goes that's, or that cold layer goes that's uh, underneath the storm. And so that helps the researchers and the forecasters understand 
what are the ocean conditions ahead of the storm where the storm's going to pass over? And what are the conditions right under the storm? Like what's going on between those? So knowing how that storm actually affects the ocean and how the ocean affects the storm is really important. And so it's primarily measured through through temperature, but also salinity and conductivity. Those are the three primary sensors that are used for this type of work. So while we've been deploying gliders for other things like habitat monitoring and listening to acoustics in the ocean and just normal oceanographic missions, we're now having gliders that go out there specifically to be prepared for hurricane season. So my last question to you on this is, how has this technology, this glider technology, improved the overall forecasting abilities of NOAA? Basically, there's areas of the ocean that are really hard for models to get right. And those are usually areas that cause rapid intensification and de-intensification. And so that's where we put the gliders. And so we're not necessarily looking to like chase a hurricane with a glider. We're looking to have the glider there throughout the whole hurricane season to help drive the forecast models to better represent those really hard to forecast areas. So really this technology has started to improve forecasting for NOAA, specifically when it comes to oceanographic forecasting. Uh, And so having a glider there persistently throughout the hurricane season really helps give the data needed to the models to be able to understand what's really happening. In order to get the intensity correct for a hurricane, you have to kind of know what those conditions are to help keep the models on track. That's it for this episode of the NOAA Ocean Podcast. Thanks again to Ben LaCour from the U.S. IUS program for telling me all about ocean gliders and how they help scientists forecast and predict hurricane intensity. If you'd like to learn more about this topic or any ocean-related topic, visit our website at oceanservice.noaa.gov. We appreciate you taking the time to learn with us and look forward to the next time. Until then, thanks for listening.